What's up, everybody? Welcome to this Monday special episode of Life in the Min. As you know, I'm your host. And before we start, why don't I remind you to mitten on, stay hydrated, and be kind to one another. So we can't do the Harper Show because Harper can't record today, but that's okay because we can get straight to today's topic, the periodic table. So the periodic table, if you know what it is, when you look at it, it kind of just screams science like no other image you've ever seen. And it's not just a random list of elements. The organization of the periodic table shows an element's behaviors. So like from their atomic size to how it would interact with other elements. Now let's talk about the basics of an element. So the basics of um, an element, so basically you guys know that everything is made up of atoms and atoms are made up of their own tiny particles called electrons and electrons are made up of neutrons and protons. So neutrons and protons are themselves made up of different particles. The number of protons, also called an atomic number, defines an element. And alter that and you've changed the element itself. So if you look at a periodic table, you might be wondering what am I looking at? How do I read this thing? So that's what we're going to talk about next. Next, we're going to talk about how do I read the periodic table. So when you look at a periodic table, you might be thinking, oh dear, I'm never going to be able to study this for school, not once. So, many periodic tables include the atomic number, so the number of protons, and the atomic weight, which depends on protons, which depends on the number of protons and neutrons. So, sometimes they list the full name of each element, but often they only include one or two letter symbols, so nicknames or abbreviations, that make complicated chemical formulas more easy to understand. If the symbol doesn't match the name, as in AU for gold and Na for sodium, it's likely based on the element's original Latin name, like aram or natrium. Elements in the same column are often shared similarities, so chemists call these groups. Roughly speaking, the farther to the right a group is, the more electrons it has ready to interact with other elements. In the first group, known as alkyl metals, has just one such electron, easy to lose when reacting with an element that has more electrons, such as one from the 17th group. Next, the noble gases. In the last column are named because they're holding just about as many electrons as they can, so they don't react easily with other elements. Rows in the periodic table are called periods, and we currently have seven. They list the elements in order of atomic number before cutting off and continuing again in a new row, repeating established patterns of the chemicals. 
And the tricky part of constructing the table is knowing when they stop or cut off. Or even equivalently, how many columns or groups to include in each row. The general shape of the periodic table might look uneven, but it reflects the crazy way electrons orbit around atomics. So they don't go around in nice, neat circles like planets around the sun. Instead, electrons scatter into shapes called orbitals, which depend on how many other electrons are there. Well, that was the end of today's periodic episode. Thank you for listening. Remember, mitten on, stay hydrated, and be kind to one another. Six. Well, I think